How do you trust a company, especially if you have never heard of them before? How important is their homepage or their privacy policy? Do you ask others before giving the company a go? When do you install their software or even pay for their services? Can marketing change your opinion? We often think that our trust is not influenced by marketing, but this is often misleading. From watching a YouTube sponsorship, to seeing a catchy ad on a billboard, to reading a company's AMA on Reddit, this all can be categorized as marketing and it has an impact. But how should a company operate knowing this? Learn how we at Safing analyze marketing and aim to approach things in an ethical way. Welcome to the behind the scenes of Safing, a for privacy company. We are ordinary people who fight mass surveillance because we love freedom, just like you. I am David, your host. Welcome to the journey. Welcome back, Raphael. Greetings. Great to it be has back. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard you've been around at different podcasts, but not at ours. Uh, that is true. Yeah. What don't you like about the Saving Podcast? It's great. It's great. It's just like I've been invited to other podcasts more often lately. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we've been some, having some talks with other people as well. Yeah. But cool to have one of these again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so today we will have a look at the user funnel and marketing. And I'll give a quick introduction. Um, so this is something we noticed a while back where we realized like how does a user like there are several steps until the user becomes a portmaster user and the first state where, which almost everybody is in is a user that has never heard of us never heard of safing never heard of the portmaster so yeah they have no chance to yeah, use our software or protect their privacy with a portmaster and so like there is the first step, which is reaching out so the user hears of us, but he will not have necessarily de decided to visit our website. And sometimes you need a few situations until you then decide to visit our website. If you visit your, our website, it is still not clear that you are interested enough in the topic, or maybe you, you don't want to decide to download the Portmaster, maybe you'll just visit and go again. So then the third step is the user visits the website and decides to download the Portmaster. And the fourth step is then you keep the Portmaster and don't uninstall it again. Because that is also something like we have to work on to provide good value and all this stuff. So we will talk about all of these topics in a moment. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't give them any ideas. The Portmaster is great and you, you keep it, you install it, you keep it, you leave it. It's protecting your privacy. It's updating in the background if you yeah, leave it on. That, that, is, that is like our, our value that you can't just leave it in the background. But sometimes it does have hiccups. It is still alpha. To whom it has you be been confusing. talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree, of course. But it's it's working for months uh, at my machine, uh, my private one, and it doesn't have any issues. I'm also gaming, so for any gamers out there, 
um, it's compatible with most software. Yes, the Portmaster is the first place I'm looking if something isn't working, but most of the time <laughs> it's either EA Origin. I don't know if you know, David, EA Origin. It's a, it's a crappy piece of software. Um, and it's hacked sort of together with Steam now. So, yeah, very buggy. <laughs> that sounds great. Hacking yeah. it together with Steam, with yes. Steam client. Well, yeah, anyway, so that, that is like the big user funnel. And every, each section of this, uh, like for us, is a rabbit hole in itself. Yes. Where we can improve and become better. And yeah, and that's just some insight into our thinking. And I thought it would be a fun idea to just rate every section like, and think, talk about how you feel we are currently doing. Um, and I think we will. We should just switch it around so we'll go back and start with uh, the Portmaster user experience. So you already said it's it's running great, but what are your thoughts? How how good are we faring in in that area? We are alpha. I, I'd say for an alpha, we're we're four out of five, four stars out of five. For an alpha. For an okay. alpha, exactly. <laughs> for a finished piece of software, I'd say uh, for a, a V1.0, two out of five. And maybe for, we could be a mediocre beta experience at this point, I'd say. So uh, we lose one star for every every mature, like mature, maturation step you go up. So we're, we're a bad v. Uh, V1.0 experience. Uh, somewhat okay beta, but I, I'd say we were a great alpha experience. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if you've used any other alpha software like Mozilla Nightly Builds or something. They are like, you regularly break stuff, you know? And I'd say on if your system isn't too particular and doesn't have too many odds, uh, odd stuff in there, um, you won't notice it. I have some friends who installed the Portmaster as well, who are not into computers at all. Like they are like, they they just want to use the thing and install whatever. And partly this is the reason why they wanted to install the Portmaster as well. They don't want to think about what to install or is this privacy respecting or not. They just trust us the Portmaster filters out all the bad stuff and they can just keep on going whatever they're doing. And um, I never had to troubleshoot with them. So um, at least two of those are like just rolling with it. and Yeah, I kind of agree with your point that for an alpha it's good and people are also responding and saying, hey, for an alpha this is really, really solid. And I mean, I do understand that for some people it's okay to just have it in the background, but people who then treat it as a V1 yeah, it, it might not everything. And I, I would also separate the two um, areas, like the technical value, yeah. which Daniel and Patrick have been doing a great job on, and also the user experience, which is a challenge because the Portmaster is so powerful, so it is hard to like communicate our new threat model approach. And we are, like looking back, Luke and Patrick have done a great job there as well. But I definitely see also room for improvement, especially in explaining uh, the different network levels, like mm -hmm. the different threat models. Yeah. And yeah. 
One, it one, kind of touches also the subject of next steps and stuff. <laughs> yes, I agree totally. Maybe one one major thing there why why um, I'm sort of telling people that it works great on some machines um, because if it's not working, you cannot even see how much of it would have been working because one of the first thing that breaks is your internet and so. It doesn't help that the DNS over TLS is great, and it doesn't help that um, the privacy filter works great. If if you can't connect to the internet, if that that part of it breaks, then your machine instantly becomes like almost useless. You know, if you're not into offline mode again, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, the the next course of action is to deinstall, even to troubleshoot. You would have to at least shut down Put the to send a report. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. To send a report to whatever, you would have to uh, either shut down or deinstall the portmaster, and the shutting down process isn't that straightforward yet because it's not supposed to be shut down. It's supposed to run in the background and give you protection. I, I would disagree. I think the shutting down the portmaster is pretty straightforward now. It's it's a little yes yeah maybe maybe uh, talking to you right now makes me think maybe we should make it for this stage a little bit easier but we'll see we'll see it's uh four clicks away from from the main view i'd say but you would well, have to know no, where to go well if you use the user interface yes oh you but mean the like tray notifier you just click it and say shut down portmaster two I, clicks okay i see yeah i'm not the tray notifier kind of guy i most software I don't like. I hate it when it's in there. But how how do you open the Prodmaster if it's closed? From the start menu. Okay. Hit Windows key. I also P-O. open the notifier. No, oh, I, uh, tray, tray guy. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't. I I don't ever use this section of my of my Windows. So for me, it's mostly. What? But that is like the. Even like I mean nowadays I don't think it's it's as big of a deal, but sometimes you have like these apps Skype and all that stuff which you try to close and then they still were running in the background. Yeah, horrible. That's... So that was the only way for, for me to quit Skype when I used it. Like this is years back, but but still, so that 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 trained me to become a tray tray okay. user. It usually, and this is one of the first things I'm doing when I use software like this, you can go into, there's a setting in in the Ford program where you can say if you close it, it doesn't minimize to the tray icon. It's just gone. And usually this is the first thing I'm changing when installing so- software like this. But it's just like, I don't want to go down. I don't want to hunt it down because, yeah. Yeah. This is this is just how I roll. <laughs> yeah. So so four out of five. And I think my rating would also be four out of five for alpha. Yeah. And then probably when we hit five out of five, we should then classify it as beta to then get a step. <laughs> like yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited for beta to be honest. Yeah. I I agree. We it's we are getting too many um, issues in where people have difficulties uh, running it after installation. And we used to have uh, something in there which prompted you to restart your computer because it is uh, installing a kernel extension and it is like a major change in your operating system, uh, what the Portmaster installation does. By the way, it cleans up everything with the deinstallation process. So. 
if you haven't uh, tried it yet, it's fairly easy to uninstall. And um, this was very important to me um, because I hate software that leaves traces and the Portmaster um, you, 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 You're weakening it, I can say, by saying fairly easy. I think it's very straightforward. It is very it's, straightforward. You yeah. just need to click the uninstall X and it's deinstalling. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fairly easy. It's easy. <laughs> okay, it is easy. Yeah, well, I, you're right. Okay, but um, so... <laughs> Uh, because this is so easy, I, I think you can definitely give it a try. But um, as long as we're getting um, so many issues regarding um, broken internet connections, I, I'd like to get in more stabilized. Of course, I think none it's, of them will go away. Like, it won't go away completely. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where, like, there there are reports where people forgot to reinstall because we don't prompt them. After. Restart, yeah. Yeah, uh, reboot. Yeah, in that sense, and we we already talked about the installation process, and we'll improve upon that. And like mention at the end of the installation, hey, please reboot your system. Um, but the reports have gotten down, so I'm I'm not sure because yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's always this ping pong of like you you mentioned something, and I'm like, well, it's not that extreme as you as one might uh, hear it from you. Ah, okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> if if you uh, explain to our listeners that everything is better than I'm saying, it's great to know. And, and on the <laughs> other hand, I'm like, oh, everything is so smooth and I keep it running in the yeah. background for months now. And I agree. Um, one thing to mention there as well is my machine, my personal rig is, is fairly powerful. So um, I don't... But now you're implying that the Portmaster takes a lot of resources. It, that the Proton, the Proton um, front-end does. The Electron. Uh, Electron, the sorry. Electron, yeah. The user interface. Yes, the Electron interface. But that is rarely running, only yeah, when for, you configure stuff. Exactly, and if you're troubleshooting, so... <laughs> Whatever. Take this with a pinch of salt. We're in the first step. And maybe before we continue to the next step, um, and you were talking about this funnel, one of the important things is every step needs to be, or it's it's good if everything is uh, in a similar state of quality, each of those steps in the funnel, because if one is much worse than the others, and then you lose the people there. And so... Yeah, you can lose people at every point. I mean... Yeah, that, that I totally agree on that. But even if one is perfect, that means they, the users just flow from through. But it always breaks. Like the the most people get lost at the worst sections. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you just want to continue, or what would you say? Yeah, is I, th the worst I think section? we should move on. I just wanted to mention a few things with Electron as well. Okay, we, we had a lot of reports in the in the beginning of CPU of it eating up the CPU. Oh yeah, and we a, a fun tidbit is the biggest resource eater was a CSS animation, like the shield on the left top end on of the part masses was like glowing. And when we removed the CSS and animation, the CPU usage dropped below 5%. So that was kind of crazy that that was caused by the CSS and not by something else. So ever since, we haven't heard a lot of complaints with CPU. Um, yeah, the memory thing, we, we recently received something where they said that it's eating up a lot, a lot of memory. But that is another topic. But yeah. 
like, okay, product master user experience, four out of five. We both agree on that. So let's move on to the website. So that was an area we, we had a lot of iterations about uh, on. So what, what are your thoughts now? Oh, it's it's um, hard to say. Um, first of all, when you're talking about websites, every every other website sort of is a competitor there. So it starts with boring websites like Wikipedia, where we're like, I'd say we're much more exciting from from a visual perspective than Wikipedia. Um, from a knowledge perspective, I'd say Wikipedia, of course, has the leg up. Um, also, in regards to how interconnected each page is, our pages are a little bit like sometimes they're almost like a dead end. They're not linking back. I don't know if you know this. There's something like a Wikipedia hole where you like go from one to the next to the next, and you you would never have to stop. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to explain where the differences are yeah and our docs page is getting better and is more interconnected but um uh, comparing it to wikipedia here and on the other hand of course you have stuff like youtube where you're just flooded with content and you're not uh, like our homepage. i think it's 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 great i wouldn't give it i, I would probably give it three stars out of five that's interesting <laughs> I, I like the design. The design is great, and of course, I, I love our homepage. But I don't want to be too fanboyy. But I, I guess we have, and we improved a lot. I, I wouldn't point the finger to the homepage as our weakest spot. But if the portmaster is four out of five, I'd say that the homepage is three out of five. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I, I kind of disagree on that point. Okay. Um. Like from a perspective of the user has hears of us and then decides to visit our homepage, um, and then like what, how good does the website do at c communicating what we do, and how much does it encourage people to then try out the part master? In that regard, I would give it five out of five for the alpha stage. Oh, um, for, but is the homepage in alpha? That is the question. Well, it's it's. It's I say for the alpha stage, the the homepage is not an alpha. Okay. But it clearly communicates that it's alpha. It clearly targets um, people who are interested in privacy mm -hmm. and people who don't know, like yeah, like who who do not get excited about like encrypt your DNS requests. They are probably not the perfect fit for experimenting with the alpha. Mm. I see. I see. I understand where where you're coming from. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about our sign-in section and the whole part there? Well, Do you split it, or because it's not part of downloading the Portmaster, you're like yeah, it's it's not part of the funnel in that sense. Mm -hmm. I mean that that is like a point for later on when when we talk when we make the SPN public and want to convert a Portmaster user to an SPN customer naturally um that is yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't say that that is a five out of five definitely that has a lot of room for improvement too <laughs> <laughs> no i totally agree i just for me or i'd say for us yes the docs are a little bit like the docs the homepage, and the the customer hub as we call it are three different things um 
But for somebody who's visiting saving.io, the whole thing is the homepage, you know, and this is partly why I'm like challenging it. One very interesting thing regarding the homepage I have to tell you is um, we currently have a hiring page in the in the footer. And, and you asked me if we should put a dot there and, and we had a little talk about it and, and we now have a blue dot next to we are hiring. So if you're a Golang developer, especially you can reach out to us, but I can already tell you, it's so funny. We get, um, we already got a couple of emails. We haven't shared it much on any platform. So I didn't post it on LinkedIn. I didn't, uh, we didn't put it anywhere. It's, it's only, I think Danielle put it once in Hacker News or something. And people found this, you know, I, I had a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago where he found us over GitHub, went to our homepage, found that we are hiring and, um, and asked, um, if he could reach out. Yeah. Exactly. This was so much fun. And I, I'd say, um, yeah, um, lots of information on our homepage and still <laughs> say the same person was asking me about the difference between SPN and, and VPN. And it's down there in the footer as well. So <laughs> lots of information. I mean, yeah, the, the footer is a very crucial part of the website. I've come to realize more and more. And I am happy with the footer, actually. Yeah. That went through a lot of iterations as well. It's kind of exciting to see, look back and see how we evolved and progressed. And yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with the current state of the website. Yeah. Naturally. Me too. Lots of stuff ahead, but <laughs> so combined, it's four four out of five. Then, <laughs> oh, okay. Add, add combined rating. Up. Oh, okay. Combined rating. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, I, I, on a scale of one to ten, I always say without sevens. I, I almost would say on a scale of one to five, without four. <laughs> it's because it's well, the, you said you well, well, you started off with a four. And I know, then you I know. The three and I said the five, so it's just like it's basic math, man. Okay, I I understand <laughs> where you're coming from, but for me, just you, just so you, that you the are listeners welcome know, to improve your rating, your initial one. Your oh initial no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I I'd stick with it. I just wanted to make sure that the listeners understand. I like to have like the middle of my ratings truly be the three. So if something is okay or compares to everything else, it's three, three out of five. Um, but yeah. we're so used to on the App Store, everything that has below four stars is crap. That's the reason why it's like why we're all giving four or five stars. And it's like, is it good? Then it's five. Is it's not so good? It's four. And only if it's truly bad, it's three stars. And I'm like, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, this is like a true tangent now, but I've also got the system when watching movies. Yeah. Because I know I've got five stars. And if I don't want to watch a movie, it's one star. If I think it's truly crap, then it's one star. But the other four is like, this should be used more often to be more descriptive. Yeah. So I've got the system where like two is okay. Like meh. Um, three is good, but I don't want to watch it again. Four is good, but I do want to watch it again. And then five is really, really excellent. Everybody has to see that movie. Kind of, that's kind of movie, okay. yeah. <laughs> Next time you're over at my place, you're like, you need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the five stars, it's, it, yeah. And I, I feel that that makes it much easier to differentiate between movies. Yes. Um, 
So I get your point because everything is like okay four or five. That's yeah. that's the range we use, but it's so it's not helpful at all. Yeah, and I'm saying our homepage isn't something extra special, and that's the reason why it's only three stars for me. Well, it's special to me, but it's not special yeah. in the grand scheme of the internet. I'm, you know, naturally, it it is kind of also partly my baby, so <laughs> that's why I'm more excited. And also, I was so encouraged by this one uh, student who reached out, and he said um, the homepage looks like Discord. And I've never looked at the Discord landing page before, but okay. I w looked at it and I was like, wow, that is a really cool comparison, a really flattering comparison. Okay. Okay. No, and yes, uh, I, I'd say we are we're definitely okay or good or something. <laughs> how, how did you describe it? And I'd say many of the, uh, of the competitors and, and the privacy scene have maybe a, a two out of five homepage, you know? So I'd say we're we're definitely in the in the better bracket. I, I would say this, but only because like you can't say because the competition is is crappy, you're you're good. It's we're okay and the competition is bad. This is <laughs> this is how I see it. But it's <laughs> Yeah, but my argument with Discord was like Discord is really really good at that really i don't know they, they are growing like crazy i know and the landing page is a big part of like it's a big part of the funnel but yeah i mean we don't have to dive too deep in it i think four out of five combi combined even though you don't like the four out of five but we we, we landed there <laughs> we, okay <laughs> let's let's move on let's move on yeah and i agree it's so, fair. <laughs> fair enough uh, the marketing i'd personally say like a user hasn't heard of us and hears about us for the first time and maybe thinks about visiting the homepage. Honestly, we have very little experience with that. Mm -hmm. um, so I still feel we have lots of room for improvement. Um, there were a lot of uh, things we did in the past and worked on and all this stuff, but I probably, I, I'd say we're, at least a two or maybe even a one. <laughs> oh, no, don't be so, no. I, I wouldn't say a one. But okay, you're, a two, maybe. Yeah, I, I I would go with that as well. I would be harsher on that also. And I'd say we improve greatly over the years, but we have so, so little. And it's so hard with our crowd, of course, as well, being in the privacy community um, where we don't we don't actually because you were talking about the homepage earlier we don't have any analytics data on the homepage we don't know how many people have visited the homepage we don't know which sites they actually see sometimes when i talk to people they're like oh you have your business model on there and i'm like yes yes and it's so great it's it it is so thought it was so thoughtful and built and trying to explain everything and so i often point people to those places um but um the same goes then for for marketing per se. So we're it's it's mainly uh, shooting into the dark most of the time and um, trying to figure out if this works or not. Um, and yes, we see of course a rise in and like GitHub stars, for instance, and we see and user interaction exactly, yeah. exactly, and and we see how how many downloads we have. So those are those are increasing, but. Um, it's um, it's sometimes I I understand why people go down the the 
um, analytic route and try to get more information. On the other hand, I'm like, we're only guessing anyway, so <laughs> we don't actually would not actually have maybe an actionable task afterwards behind it as well. But because you're saying maybe a one, I'd say we are a two at least. We we are doing we're doing I think. Okay, we're trying to be honest and we're sticking to that. Honest and um, open about what we yeah. do. And I mean, probably a two is fair. I mean, it's it still is such an area where, yeah, I think even, even, with, if, even if you have the tools or use the tools uh, of like in-depth analytics and all that stuff, like for most people, it will just be a realization, okay, it's hard. Nobody visits <laughs> Uh, or things don't convert because we are living in a busy world. We are living yes. where a lot of people are uh, shouting for attention and people have limited time and that is totally fine. It just takes time in the end. Um, yeah, and I, I, I totally get that. So it's, I think it's it's one of the things where you just have to continue pushing, 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 and at one point it will be more and more easy because mm -hmm. people will recognize your name more and more. Mm -hmm. um, it was super encouraging having TechLore review us. Mm -hmm. It was also a bit nerve-wracking, nerve but it was fun. <laughs> and I did want to go there as well. I think that the reason why... Um, the communication with him was even possible in the first place is because um, especially, I don't know how many people who are listening know this, I, but I'm mentioning it as well. You, David, are responsible for the communication and the marketing part of, of most things. And so you yeah. have been um, like talking to, to Henry in advance. And um, I think we already, we mentioned it in a couple of blog posts as well. Um, and I think being honest and transparent and open and upfront um, of course, helped with him uh, even considering reviewing an alpha stage um, product. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, I I feel it's since we have been part of the privacy community for a while, and also having the AMA on privacy tools. Like soon, it will be a year back, mm -hmm. and even before um, having some talks on the hated ones youtube channel and stuff it's it's kind of fun like but it it takes it it takes time and that's totally fine and we have to learn we have to get better we have chosen um a tough path i'd say mm. because we we say no to ads we say no to analytics and tracking people um, we are sponsoring, um, for instance, the Linux experiment. Sponsorships is something different. Like, oh, okay. But paying, paying like Google for to then who has the profile of who who is interested in privacy and then show them some ads. Do you think this makes it easier? I don't know. I I I, I no, don't I, know. I'm, I'm saying this is tougher. Tougher, not going that road. Yeah. Okay. But my but, response would be. Uh, in the end, when we are going out of the alpha, when we go into the beta, when we are starting to get V1 and um, the product is finished, I want my mom to find this product and I want my mom to use it. And she's not on DuckDuckGo and she won't 
I, I don't even know if she knows that that go. I don't even know if she sees. Um, and I want her, even if she's using Facebook, for instance, to get better privacy. Because if when she's using Facebook, she probably is um, using Facebook and and together with Spotify as well, you know. And then we can sever that that extraction of information and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'd say. Yes, for now. And I, I wouldn't even say it's easier, but for now we want to focus and develop the product with people who understand and who need it and can give good feedback. But in the end, the goal is not to provide privacy for people who who know that they need privacy, but educate people around that as well. People who don't know yet that they need better privacy. And yeah. this is also helps everyone as well, because if if you're like... if everyone around you shares all information about you you can be tracked um sort of indirectly as well so shadow profile exactly increasing privacy for everyone even even a bit is protecting us as a society as a whole so i that's partly why i'm like we will we will in the future go on facebook as well yeah, thanks for elaborating. I think the, my point I wanted to make, or is, is better to clarify, is like we don't stand behind the ethics of it. Yes. But even like thinking about some of the ad blockers when they came out, they all often like had ads which said, this is the last ad you will ever see. And that is kind of a similar situation for us where we like want to encourage people, maybe even reach out then as we reach the broader audience reach through through some ad system so they download it and never see an ad again (laughs) (laughs) that's and i think signal recently did something similar as well where they exposed how ads are tracking you intimately oh yeah with their yeah with their but i don't think that they actually published any ads of those but they were like They, they they did publish them okay okay but it got like shot down within a day or something interesting um regarding ads uh and they're fighting youtube for instance some of that blockers i've been using especially on my phone are now um not blocking youtube ads anymore because they integrated it into the the actual video stream uh closer and so um it is a battle it is a constant thing uh, but for one thing, because you're saying blocking ads, our the p- most important part for us also, and you need to keep that in mind, not you, David, but the listener, um, it's not about not seeing ads, it's about not being tracked. And there is a difference there, of course, as well. I, I'm fine with a picture of some uh, of some I don't know toothpaste on my on my blog that I'm reading, as long as it's not tracking me. That the the person who's doing the blog is allowed to make money. I don't want to take his money away. But what I don't want him is to spy on me to make money, sell my data to make money. That's the difference. Yeah. And it's good that you point this out because I I or others often use this as a synonym, like ads and trackers, because they nowadays go so much hand in hand Mm -hmm. but actually like a billboard or something which is perfectly fine with me as well if you compare it with real life just a company like maybe it's in inner town and there's like this restaurant nearby so they just put up a billboard there exactly that's totally fine exactly but having the billboard changed by every person who comes by that is just creepy Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes 
<laughs> yeah. And same and with... I think that's also like our approach with the sponsorships. Yes, Why we exactly. already do that today. Yes. We sponsor Privacy Tools IO. We sponsor the Linux experiment. Yes. Yeah, so... And I agree t totally. I just want to say that as well, where, where I totally agree. This is not following you around. This is just there, and it's inside the video. It's not the, the Linux experiment guy like Nick isn't, isn't looking, ooh, who's watching my video today and inserting the correct ad. He, he couldn't even do that. But it's just paid up front, and it's in there, and you see it. And I, I think this is a good way for doing business, and we need to move um, away from those tracking um, tracking ads. And this is partly why I'm like, okay, just wanted to mention that as well. I'm not totally against ads. I'm mainly against um, trackers. Or I'm, I'm absolutely against trackers, and I'm okay with that. So the, I, I think this is the better That's way to say it. That's the better framing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm absolutely against trackers on my device, of course, as well. And I think this is one of the great parts about the, bar, the Portmaster. Um, because so many people, when they think about like ads and tracking, it's on websites. But Google Analytics is looking at what you're doing inside programs without any ads. So it's just spying. That's even worse. <laughs> That's the worst kind of it all. So this is um, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So in terms of marketing, just to wrap up, it's... It is a challenge we we have to improve there. Like more and more, like I'm also trying to work with value content to to grow organically. Um, but we have yeah a lot of steps and a lot of room for improvement ahead of us. But overall, yeah, I'm 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 happy. With some of the recent events, it was fun having the heated one on the podcast. It was fun, like encouraging that TechLore reviewed us, and also that he that they liked what they saw. Um, the whole team, and yeah. So I feel that I feel that when looking at it, it's definitely the area where we can grow the most. But naturally, we'll still continue working on the Portmaster and the homepage and everything around it. It's like always improving, but let's see. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little shout out here at the end as well. If you're a marketing person in the privacy scene, already liking what we do, reach out to us. Yes, that's true. Reach out to us. Um, we'd like to get our game up. Of course, this would be a, a job that would be paid. It's you don't have. We we're not a charity. We don't expect anything uh, for free. But um, we we are growing. We want to grow in that in that direction. Yeah. And having somebody on the definitely team definitely help. Yes, exactly. hiring people who are smarter than us in that area. Yeah, we are. We are still to the hearts. We are kind of devs. Yeah, trying to do marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <So. laughs> I, I agree. And and somebody even was it on Reddit? Somebody wrote, "It's clearly from developers for developers," and it at the moment mostly is. And I think it's okay because, um, as you said, power the Portmaster is a very powerful tool. And so, uh, one of my things uh, which I always push for is we want to empower the user. So give him all the options. If we have an option in the back end the user should have the option in front of it as well. 
and and definitely the direction we will be going down that's already the reason why we have those different views where it's like simple advanced and and developer this is exactly the reason why we understand that my mom uh, would not want to see everything <laughs> yeah i think that's the only way this can work yes where it starts out techy and then it gets simplified more and more yeah so yeah it's it's going to be a fun journey ahead uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Raphael. Yeah, thanks for thank having me. Thank you so me. much for listening, everyone. And yeah, see you in the next one. Yeah, have a good one. Happy hunting. Thanks for joining. Did you know that in today's world, you're only four connections away from anyone on this planet, be it Edward Snowden, a local corrupt politician, or your favorite celebrity? So if you tell two of your friends about safing, in no time, a million people, including Shrek, will get easy and free privacy. Aside from that, you can always support us by using Podmaster, rating our podcast, or giving us a star on GitHub. Anyway, I hope you have a good one, and remember, don't go on the internet naked.